What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody is well. Now, Tyson Fury versus Francis is tomorrow, but also on December 23rd. I guess it's in the same place, so they jumped the gun. The Ready Hot Arena also announced that Tyson Fury will fight Alexander Yusek for the Undisputed Belts on December 23rd. So about two months after. I hope they... I, I wonder what happens if Francis just sparks... Fury, I don't think that happens, but I wonder what happens. Like, do they just scrap that and be like, okay, he can't fight for a while because he's concussed. I wonder what happens. We shall see. Make sure you follow me, Punch the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore PATM on Twitter. Peace, guys, later. episode it's been wild another news for punch in the mouth tv i uploaded a youtube short i got like 2.5 thousand views within 24 hours so you can expect more of that i have more ideas for reels not just music mma so expect more of that i'm gonna try my best to give you guys at least let me see I'm going to try to do a quota. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, but at least six videos a week. It's at least one video every day, maybe two. And out of those videos, I want to make some YouTube shorts and Instagram reels. Um, But let's get into it, man. This is going to be a short podcast because there's no MMA this weekend as far as the UFC is concerned. But let's start with this. John Jones 5 versus Stipe Miocic at UFC 295 off due to injury. Now, as most of you know, if you follow my page, I put up my Instagram page, Punch in the Mouth Official. I put up a tweet saying that John Jones has torn his pack. He's out of the fight. But let's get into it. John Jones is out of his highly anticipated heavyweight title fight against Stipe Miocic. UFC CEO Dana White announced on Tuesday on social media. Jones was supposed to defend his UFC heavyweight title against Miocic, the former champ in the main event of UFC 295 on November 11th in New York City. White said Jones tore a pectoral tendon off the bone in training Monday night and he'll need surgery, which will keep him out of action for around eight months. The vacant light heavyweight title between former champ Yuri, <laughs> they meant to fight Yuri, but they put J-I-Y-I, but it's J-I-R-I. Prohaska and former middleweight title holder Alex Pereira will now headline the card at Madison Square Garden. There will also be a new fight added as the co-main event, as Tom Aspinall versus Sergei Pavlovich will serve as the co-main event for the interim heavyweight title. Miocic will no longer compete on the card with the loss of the high-profile fight against Jones. It was billed as Jones, the best fighter in MMA history against Miocic, the best successful heavyweight ever in the UFC. 
Okay, we read all that. We'll, we'll get into the details of that right now, especially the interim title part. But then I want to read another article I found. This is Stipe's side. Stipe Miocic says John Jones pulling out of UFC 295 felt like I got kicked in the nuts. Stipe Miocic is bummed about John Jones. Miocic was supposed to challenge Jones for the UFC heavyweight title in the main event at UFC 295. Unfortunately, the matchup that was billed as the greatest of all time versus the greatest heavyweight of all time will no longer take place this year as Jones suffered an injury. That forced him off the card. It was a devastating blow for Miocic who opened up about how everything went down in a video posted on his OnlyFans. How did I feel when I woke up today? Like I got kicked in the nuts, Miocic said. In the morning I woke up, my phone vibrating. It was dark. I had my son on top of me trying to move and get my phone. I finally got my phone and I had a text message from my manager saying the fight was off. I couldn't sleep the rest of the night. I was supposed to fight John Jones in about two weeks in New York City at UFC 295 Madison Square Garden. I was pretty excited about that. Actually, really excited. I guess he tore something in his chest. Unfortunately, that happens. It's part of the game. Hopefully, it gets better and feels better. But what happens now? Do I fight somebody else? I don't know. And it goes on to say, if Miocic fights someone, somebody else, it won't be at UFC 295 as an Instead of replacing Jones, the UFC replaced both fighters, creating an interim title fight between Sergei Pavlovich and Tom Aspinall, which now serves as the co-main event to the light heavyweight title fight between Yuri Prohaska and Alex Pereira. And this is interesting. Look what it says here. UFC Dana White said that the promotion didn't even offer Miocic a replacement fight and instead intends to rebook the Jones fight next year. And that's all right by Miocic. And it goes on to say, I don't know why I didn't get picked, which is fine, Miocic said. I understand that I have a direction, they have a direction they want to go. I'm okay with that. Every guy in the division is tough. I definitely want to fight the biggest fish, which is John Jones. It wasn't my choice, it was theirs. Listen, everything happens for a reason. The fight being canceled, it sucks. No question about it. Unfortunately, that's just the game we're in. It happens. Like I said, I hope he's okay. You, you want to be the best, you've got to beat the best. I want that belt back. It's going to happen. And I can tell you now that John Jones went into surgery today, but I want to go back to what he said. He said it was their choice, not mine. You know why? I can tell you guys why this happened. I can tell you guys why this happened. This happened because who's fighting this weekend? Who's fighting tomorrow or today? It might have happened because I'm recording this really late, so I don't know if it's going to get out in time. Who's fighting? Some guy named Francis Ngannou. Oh, really? Okay. Who did he beat? Not in his last fight, but the fight before that to win the belt. Some guy named Stipe Miocic. Oh, really? Okay. Now, keep in mind that they have both been saying that they were going to retire. Like, that's been my understanding. But this just came to my mind. If you want to feel John Jones is the greatest fighter ever, you're trying to erase Francis, even though in, in the fans' minds, you're never going to erase Francis, right? Because it's always that question. Because think about it. John Jones beats Cyril. Now, you can make the argument, well, he did it faster and better than Francis. There's no doubt about that. But it still doesn't change the fact that Francis also beat Cyril. 
Now, if John Jones goes in there and beats Stipe, and he does it better than Francis, then the years he builds him as the greatest fighter ever who beat the greatest heavyweight ever. But I'm telling you, if Stipe goes in there and makes this look competitive, the UFC has dug themselves. They're going to have to make him fight the winner of this interim fight. That's one option that they want to erase Francis. So that's why they're doing this. Option number two is it is how the UFC thinks it is. And because John Jones has not been quiet about this, he says, I'm going to fight Stipe and probably retire. The only way I stick around is if I fight Francis Ngannou. That's not going to happen at least anytime soon because. After this Tyson Fury fight, um, Ngannou, from what I've heard, owes the PFL two to three fights. And the way they're building this pay-per-view division, like I'm pretty sure those two to three fights are spread out. So that's not going to happen anytime soon. But why wouldn't they want who they build as the greatest MMA fighter of all time to beat the greatest heavyweight? Like him beating Tom Aspinall or Sergei Pavlovich doesn't do anything for him. Another reason they're doing it is if it, this does happen and they both retire, they already have the backup plan in, which would be the winner of Sergey and Tom Aspinall, and they just reinstate them as the champion. They instate them as the champion, like the defending undisputed champion, like they did with Robert Whitaker when he had that, when they had that GSP situation. That's what that is. This is another situation of GSP versus Michael Bisping. That's why they didn't put. Stipe in this fight because if Tom Aspinall <laughs> and Sergey fight and then Tom Aspinall or Sergey lose to John Jones, they're gonna have a vacant champion and they're just trying to avoid that at this point by doing this interim belt. Because Tom Aspinall said as much when Ariel interviewed him. He's like, I was told that me and Sergey were gonna fight at a later date because they're thinking that John Jones and Stipe were gonna retire after this fight win or lose both of them and we were gonna fight for the belt so they're just fast forwarding in the timeline or their plans i shouldn't say the timeline because of this injury bmf justin gaethje would fight max holloway if i have to i don't prefer to punch him justin gaethje is down to fight anyone but he does have his preferences plans may have forcibly changed for the highlight after ufc 294 this past weekend but the lightweight title on the line in the main event, the baddest motherfucker champion Gaethje anticipated being next in line after reigning undisputed champion Islam Mahashev and Charles Oliveira battled it out for the second time. However, things changed on 11 days notice when Oliveira was injured out of the bout, leading to a featherweight championship, Alexander Volkanovsky, leading to featherweight champion championship, Alexander Volkanovsky filling in. Mahachev successfully defended his title with a first-round head kick and punches TKO of Volkanovski. Unfortunately for Gaethje, delayed, the delay in Oliveira's rematch leaves more room to wait as the promotion will likely rebook it. So what about the BMF title defense? What about a BMF title defense in the meantime? Former featherweight champion Max Holloway is up for the challenge, but it's not ideal, says Gaethje. And then this is, this is a tweet from Max. If you change your mind, brother... How about one for the fan? And then I guess this is Justin Gaethje playing that. I already beat up Michael Chandler, so he's not there. Who else would be one? Gaethje told Mark Ramundi. I would say Holloway, but I don't ever want to fight Holloway. So I don't know. I just don't ever. I don't want to punch him. I just don't. It's not necessary. Continue. I like him too much. I like him. He's a good dude. I don't know him personally, but I'm a fan of his. 
Yeah, I don't prefer to punch him. But if I have to, I would, I guess. I expect no mercy in there, and I give none. So whoever whoever fights me, it is what it is, but I don't prefer it. I mean, here's the thing. With that fight, unless Max puts on some size, like, I'm not interested in seeing Max fight at lightweight. Because look at what, what Justin, like, when Justin, I mean, Dustin did to him when they fought, you know? Like, look at what he did. Like, even though, to me, Max was landing more, like, you could see Dustin had punches had more power. You could see all that, you know? So, Max fighting at lightweight doesn't interest me. Unless he puts on some size. And again, I do get it because, like, the problem for Max now is that they said that if Volk wouldn't be able to make the January date, their plan was, this was a rumor, like, they never, the UFC never confirmed this, that the plan was for Ilya Taporia to face Max Holloway for the interim belt. So I get what Max is saying, but we'll see, man. I mean, I get what Max and Justin are saying. We'll see. And then George Mazerzal says that he's coming back in early 2024 to box. I wonder if it'll be under his banner or, like, a professional banner. We'll see, man. We shall see. One thing I am going to try to do is reach out to PFL and Bellator, see if they could give me any more information than what's already been given. Like I said before, the final Showtime card will be on November 14th or something like that. The following Friday after November, I think it's, it's November 17th. It's a good card, too. They have loose ends, but we shall see, man. We shall see. Okay, last thing of the day, and then we're out of here. Tyson Fury versus Spencer and Ganu weight results. Fury five pounds heavier than Ganu for heavyweight clash. Tyson Fury had the advantage on the scale over Francis and Ganu at the weigh-ins for their crossover boxing match Saturday at in Rediha, Saudi Arabia. Fury officially weighed in at, in at 277.7 pounds, about five pounds heavier than Ganu, who weighed in at 272.2. Um. I was about to say UFC for whatever reason. That's why you heard me pause. <laughs> for Fury, this is the same poundage that he brought into his trilogy belt with Deontay Wilder in October of 2021 for Nganu. This is the heaviest he's waiting for a pro bout. When Nganu competed in the UFC, the limit for non-title heavyweights was 266. It feels great, Nganu said in a post way and when he was asked about what it means to be fighting Fury. You know what they say, take a big step, you have to take a step back. So I stepped back and I made a very big step, very high, the highest of highs. If that overhand catches him, he will go down, Nganu added, because he hasn't been knocked down by a person who is the hardest puncher in the world. They don't have that knockout power. Fury fights for, for the first time since last December where he defeated Derek Chisora via 10-round TKO. He enters Saturday as the reigning WBC heavyweight champion, though his title is not on the line against Nganu. When asked about what Nganu brings to the table that could give him trouble, Fury answered absolutely nothing and compared it to a tennis table champion challenging Novak Djokovic. I mean, I mean, like, here's my problem with that. I think Deontay Wilder hits harder than Francis Ngannou. And we saw that Francis was able to take his punch. Like, why is this new to people, you know? Like, can people tell me, why is this new to them? It shouldn't be new to them. And, uh, like, I just think 
Francis is going to be too technical. That Francis is going to run away with this, in my opinion. That's what I think. Like, when it comes to the actual competition, I think Tyson Fury is going to blow him out the water. Has Francis won the story of this fight? Yes. Because everybody in the media, including myself, we all thought Francis made a mistake. Like, I sit here today wishing he would have accepted the three fights with the UFC. But again, it's easy for me to say because I'm saying it from a selfish standpoint that I wanted to see him fight. He even says it himself. It would have been John Jones twice and it would have been Stipe at least one more time. Because the UFC did offer him a three-fight deal with no extension that he was willing to do within a year. I wish he would have done that, but I get it, man. He felt that there was something better out there for him. And I hope this fight in the PFL is the answer to that. Because if you're not happy where you were, why stay there, you know? But that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you follow me, Punch in the Mouth Official on Instagram, Official underscore PATM on Twitter, and Punch in the Mouth TV on YouTube. That would be really cool for you guys to subscribe, like, leave a comment, all that stuff. Thanks, guys. Peace.